Greetings, everyone. Happy Friday. Thank you for tuning in to the Backyard Smokemaster Barbecue Podcast. I'm joined tonight by my lovely wife, Janine. Hey. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy to be back. And I'd like to start off by welcoming our audience, uh, our live audience that's tuning in, watching us on either YouTube or Facebook. Mm -hmm. And then I'd also like to welcome welcome those who are tuning in to the uh, rebroadcast. You can catch us on your favorite podcast player. You can either watch it on YouTube, watch the replay on Facebook, or just listen in uh, with your favorite uh, podcast platform. So mm -hmm. we, we do appreciate, appreciate your support. Um, we do like to make our podcasts, our live streams interactive. So yeah. please feel free to join in the conversation, include your, uh, your comments or any questions that you might have. Uh, really appreciate it. And then I'd also like to shout out before we get started, um, shout out to our daughter. Yes. She is moderating for us. Uh, so she's about 200 miles away in college. She attends Cal Poly San Luis Obispo, a freshman. Yep. Um, we're really proud of her and really happy that, you know, she enjoys. Uh, she wanted to do the, be the moderator, and I know she's going to do a great job. So a uh, big shout out to you, Aaron. Thanking you already for all the help that you're going to provide behind the scenes. Well, but she has been helping even in previous shows, so... You know, this isn't her maiden voyage. I mean, she's just getting credit now, <laughs> which is a little different. <laughs> well, yeah, that, <clears throat> that's correct. Yeah, Erin, <laughs> um, she, she actually moderated last week's episode. Mm -hmm. and, and that was kind of a, a learning experience for both of us because things were happening on the screen and I couldn't figure out, you know, why it was happening that way. And then later I figured out that it was that it was Aaron making some things happen. So, yes. Um, yeah, she just jumped jumped in, you know, full speed ahead. So definitely appreciate that. Absolutely, we do. And we've already got a, our first comment. Uh. All right. Um, hey, Kenyatta, Rob from Virginia here. I have enjoyed using my newest accessory, mm -hmm. the item that completes my Weber Charcoal Grilling Center, the Hunsaker griddle insert. Mm. All right. Well, thanks, Rob. Um, I know you've tuned in to a, mm. a lot of our podcasts, um, and you, you're a regular um, person who provides comments to the YouTube videos. So I, I do appreciate your ongoing support and glad that you're enjoying that griddle insert. I have seen that from Hunsaker. Mm. Um, and that's just, you know, that that's what's great about about these types of products because they just give you so much more uh, versatility. Like yeah. you can use a griddle insert. Um, I like to use my flat top, yeah. you know, for doing things like breakfast foods or maybe do a stir fry. So yeah. I imagine, you know, you'll be able to come up with a lot of, you know, cool things to cook with that griddle insert. What's the price point for that insert? Is it? Yeah. Uh, I, Under hundred bucks? I'm, I don't know off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. the, the griddle insert I'm imagining probably eighty bucks. Well, that's reasonable. I'm just guessing mm -hmm. though. I, I don't. I'd have to look it up <laughs> uh, to make sure. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, thanks, Rob, because that's that's in line with what we are talking about today. Absolutely. So, Very the, timely. Uh, the main topic for today, we're going to talk about. Uh, four outstanding accessories that can make your barbecue mm -hmm. better. And actually, we might even talk about a few more. I might have uh, six or seven to talk about. Um, so I think it's going to be a, a really nice, a really nice episode. Yeah, I think so. All right. We've got a comment from my friend Lala tuning in from the Philippines. She says, hi, Kenyatta and your beautiful wife. Oh, thank you. So thank you for tuning in. Always appreciate and always happy to see you, Lala. Mm -hmm. And she <laughs> says, congratulations on the awesome video podcast. Aww. Well, I'm just trying to be like you. Uh, yeah. Lala has a great podcast that she does. I think it's weekly. Um, it's like a lot of, a lot of, uh, 
arts and crafts. Oh, wow. You know, I've been able to tune in a couple of times and she usually has, you know, a, a guest or two with oh. her and they're doing some out, outstanding stuff. And Lala is a yeah. model of consistency. You know, I, I'm pretty sure that you're doing you've been doing your podcast mm -hmm. um, live streaming weekly for I mean, at least well over a year. Oh, so wow. I'm, well, you know, good. very impressed. So just trying to uh, trying to, to follow your lead in terms of being consistent doing podcasts, especially in 2024. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so let's see. Oh, $70. $70 plus $20 shipping. That's even better. Although the, I know you're kind of a fan of don't charge me for shipping. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to get, get, me, get me going on the shipping. But if there's a deal to be had, you will find it. <laughs> no, but I, I understand and I realize, you know, especially with the griddle insert, you yeah. know, it, it's it's a heavy, you know, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a fabricated piece of metal that's going to be heavy. It's going to have some nice weight to it. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be costly, you know, to ship. So $20 so, seems kind of reasonable then. Yeah. Good. So overall, 90 bucks, you know, that, that's, that's about in line, you know, with what I was thinking. So yeah. I think that's, that's a good deal. And then Hunsaker makes, you know, they make fantastic uh, products. Yeah. So I'm sure it's, it's well worth it for sure. That's cool. All right. We've got a few more comments. So Lala says, Filipinos love barbecue. Mm -hmm. Well, I think, you know, I think it's good barbecue. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think good yeah. barbecue is universally loved mm -hmm. throughout the world. And it's what's true. really cool about, it, you know, barbecue is that there's just so many different ways to do it as well. We've got just a ton of different grills and yeah. smokers and then methods and uh rubs mm -hmm. seasonings um so really yeah. just a whole lot of um a lot of opportunity for experimentation which is something that i always uh recommend as well don't forget you know. the protein i mean there's tons of proteins well that's kind of important too yeah, that kind of goes without <laughs> saying but yeah absolutely absolutely tons of different proteins yeah. i mean really you can cook anything yeah you can on a grill or smoker so you can do desserts you know i've i've seen videos where people do like snack mixes and put them on the smoker you know mm. popcorn Jeez. you know you can do I'm some of everything i mean i've even heard of people smoking ice you know, so they can get yeah, oh, get so like they could get a smoke a, flavor in their drink into their drinks, like, and it's somehow going to elevate the alcohol experience. Ooh, I, I, you I'd know, like I, haven't, I haven't tried it yet, but <laughs> I want to try that. <laughs> that is a thing. That is a thing for sure. <laughs> yeah, that would be good to try, maybe. Well, I can, you know. It, <laughs> If there's a video out there, you know, I'll watch it and I'll figure it out, you know. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, well, let's jump in. Let's get going yeah. with the presentation. So, um, Aaron, if you can pull up the, uh, the presentation and we'll start talking about these accessories um, that I wanted to highlight this evening. All right. Thank you. Okay. So... Again, uh, main topic tonight, four outstanding accessories that will improve your barbecue. And we're going to start off with the Vortex. And I've done, a, uh, I've done mm. at least one video featuring the Vortex. Yeah, you have. Um, but basically, you know, the Vorte Vortex, you know, it, it's a heavy-duty cylinder and what i love about it is that as you see in the picture um you can you put your fuel your charcoal inside of that cylinder and that basically really contains the fuel and you know kind of uh helps direct the heat right so it's really cool for indirect cooking my favorite thing to do with my vortex is to um to do um party wings chicken wings oh okay that's hope that's when i see it then because i'm like i know it's familiar and, yeah yeah okay got it yeah so the vortex will sit in the middle and then all around the 
perimeter. You know, I'll just line up my chicken wings, get that smoker or get the grill up really hot, like mm -hmm. 350, 375, and then just let them go. You know, let, let those wings cook for about 15 minutes then i'll flip them over to the other side and, and repeat the process mm -hmm. and it always gives a really nice uh bite through you yeah. know it's not rubbery it's not it, not rubbery yeah. at all yeah they're really good they're really delicious so the the vortex is stainless steel and mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know another thing you can use it for is high heat searing so obviously you can you know if you want to sear a steak for instance you can put the steak or whatever the protein is directly over, you know, those coals, yeah. you know, and that'll, that'll really get that, get a nice sear on them quickly. Um, they come in a variety of different sizes. So, you know, they've got like a small size, like if you have, you know, one of the smaller, smaller size kettles mm -hmm. or, um, you know, kind of like a, a regular size for the original kettle, and then they get progressively larger. Like if you have a Weber Summit Kamado Big Green Egg or um, Kamado Joe. So that's a really, really, really do recommend, you know, if you're looking for something to make your, your grill or smoker more versatile, you know, definitely look at a Vortex. I like that the price, you know, I'm, I'm sensitive to the price point. So I like how the price point is not going to break you. You know, it's, it's, it's reasonably priced, you know, depending upon the size. So for me, that's pretty, you know, that's appealing as well. Yeah. Yeah. Won't, won't break the bank no. um, to get a Vortex. Okay. All right, so next up we have the slow and sear. So the latest video up on uh, up on the YouTube mm -hmm. and Facebook you can see is I did a video based on the slow and sear. They have a particular edition that's good mm -hmm. with the um, Weber Summit Kamado. So that's the low profile edition. Mm -hmm. But then they also have models that will work with just your regular kettle. Um, they also have a version for the big green egg as well. Um, what I really love about the slow and sear is that, you know, I, I love it for, for setting it up for two zone cooking or no. low and slow cooking. Um, basically you have, well, we're going to show a clip that mm -hmm. will, that will demonstrate it better. Um, but basically with the slow and sear, you know, you have your fuel over to one side of the of the smoker. It's got a water reservoir. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side, you can put your protein. So that's a really natural setup. Is the reservoir in the middle? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I saw. Yeah, okay. It's, it's, yeah. It will, yeah, it's... It's like... It'll end up being kind of like lined up in the center uh -huh. of your... Or close to the center of the grill. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah, your coals will be banked all the way over to one side mm -hmm. um and then the other thing about about it in addition to being able to naturally do or easily do like a two-zone cooking setup mm -hmm. um you can also use it to do high heat searing you can put your protein directly over the coals as well um, but for this one let's let's show the clip that we have oh, okay. um, that'll give a, a better visual and uh, demonstration of how the slow and sear setup works. What you're probably thinking, the Weber Summit Kamado is already a great, efficient cooker, holds temperatures extremely well. It's extremely easy to dial in the temperature that you want. Knowing all of this, why do you need an accessory like the slow and sear? In my opinion, the slow and sear is not a must-have accessory. If you don't get one, you don't add one to your Summit Kamado, you will still be just fine. But the slow and sear makes a fantastic smoker even more fantastic. The main things that I love about the slow and sear accessory is that it makes it super easy to set up your smoker for two-zone cooking. Your coals are going to be over here on the on this side. 
You have a water reservoir. You can fill it with water if you'd like. You've got your heat source over on one side and then you place your protein over on the opposite side. That's a real simple two zone cooking setup. And again, your, your coals are gonna be nice and contained in this compartment over here. Adding water to the reservoir helps to stabilize temperatures which helps facilitate low and slow cooking. The flip side is that if you wanted to do some grilling, don't use the water. You have your heat over here on this side and you can put your protein directly over the heat source. Get a nice sear on that steak. My favorite way to use it is for low and slow cooking. The other main thing that I love about the slow and sear is that it basically helps turn your Weber Summit Kamado into a top-down cooker like an offset smoker. Picture your protein over on this side, heat source over here, and what I mean by making it into a top-down cooker is that the hot air and the smoke is going to rise up to the top of the cooking chamber and then it's going to come back down across and over your meat over on the opposite side. So that's much like how an offset cooker operates. Combine all of that with the Summit Kamado's ability to hold temperatures, steady temperatures for an extremely long time and you really just get the best of all worlds. I've said it before, in my opinion, the Summit Kamado is one of the most versatile, most efficient, and just one of the best smoker grills that you can get on the market today. All right. <laughs> Um, so one of the things that I mentioned during the video was that I, I don't consider the summit, I mean, the, uh, the slow and sear to be a must have accessory. And then I would say the same thing for the vortex. They're both really nice accessories to have, you know, but you can absolutely accomplish everything that we've talked about so far, you know, without them. So I don't put them in a, a kind of a must have, but they're kind of more like a, a just a nice you know, nice thing to have that can really make your grill or your smoker perform even better. So right. I just want to make make that point of clarification. But if you have a little extra in your budget, you know, those would be nice things to add, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've seen you use them and I certainly have benefited from, you know, from your cooks. So I think they're worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're great accessories for sure. Um, so before we move on to the, the next one, mm -hmm. uh, let's, let's catch up on some of the comments and see if we have any questions. All right. So Chris says, I love making wi wings yeah. with the Vortex. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's my favorite use for the Vortex, like I talked about. Um, I think if, if you're looking for a surefire way to get some wings done and have a nice bite through uh skin mm -hmm. i think uh using a vortex is a great way to go especially if you don't want to fry them you just you know simply want to have that smoke flavor and they still have a nice you know texture so well now you you actually you can believe it or not you can <laughs> fry wings after the fact on a smoker as well Ooh, absolutely okay. you know you figure you think of it as, as like air frying uh-huh you know you've got your smoker or grill up to that high temperature 375 400 you know and you've you've coated your wings you know with the flour mm -hmm. seasoned flour and you can absolutely put them on your grill or smoker and yeah it'll be like like doing uh cooking them in an air fryer yeah, but you haven't done that so is that going to be a future video 
I, you know, I hadn't really thought about it, but since you mentioned it, you I know, think you should do it. Maybe, maybe we should do that as a as an upcoming video. Yeah, I'm wanting to try them. <laughs> I'll do a, day, a comparison. <laughs> a taste All right. Test. I mean, I, I can't guarantee the results. I just know that it can be done. And, you know, I'm I'm not afraid to try something. So yeah, we we can definitely definitely try that. Okay, let's do it. All right, let's see. The, the low profile slow and sear is backed by popular demand. Um, they told me they would never make it again for the Weber Kamado, but it's back oh. now. Now that's interesting. I wonder yeah. why why they wouldn't want to make it, you know, continue. I mean, I guess maybe the, the market, maybe they're just, the, the market isn't large enough since it's specific use case is for the the weber summit kamado yeah um but that's interesting mm -hmm. maybe and they need to expand you know the the different you know equipment that you could use it for so that they can actually keep it in the marketplace because it seems like it would be a good lots of people would like it if it could work on their equipment well i think in this case the Summit Kamado kind of has an interesting size. Mm -hmm. And I, I know that I, I made an error, I have to admit it, in, in the newest video that's out there about the slow and sear low profile. Mm -hmm. I said that it was that the Weber Summit Kamado is a 22 inch smoker, and someone in the comments pointed out that it, it is a 24 inch. Ah. Um, I, I think I probably had the Weber Smoky Mountain on my mind because mm -hmm. I got the 22. But anyway, um, so I'm thinking maybe it's because of that unique size, you know, size of, the, 24, of the Kamado. 24 is not really a common size, right? You know, I'm well, I'm kind mm -hmm. of wondering what the size is of like your regular big green, um, big green egg yeah. and Kamado Joe, but I know they have a, another unique version that's specific for the big green egg, so I'm mm -hmm. not quite sure. But I'm guessing that that's probably the reason is that the Summit Kamado has a, a unique size. Mm -hmm. All right, let's see. Next comment. Oh. Okay, from Marco. Hello, I think you mentioned putting boiling water in the reservoir. Maybe I have that wrong. What is the purpose of the boiling water? Is it boiling? I thought it was just regular tap water. No, I it, I, it is recommended that you use... You use boiling water. Uh -huh. And, you know, I don't, I'm trying to remember it, you know, because now we start to get scientific as to, <laughs> to why. But my initial thought is, like, if you use, you use regular tap water, if it's it's cold water, that kind of works against the, the heat that you've already established inside of your your smoke it's going to cool it down yeah it's going to yeah. cool it i mean it's okay. already going to drop because you've opened the lid sure and it drops quick too i it, don't know if it you... does drop quick yeah and then it's also you know the hot coals are right next to the water reservoir okay um so i, I think that using boiling water you know Keeps the boiling water what, what is the temperature for boiling water is it 212 I shouldn't know this. I think it's 212. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> I think somebody, you know, let me know if I'm wrong. But I think it's 212. Yeah. Um, so that will... Keep the heat source going. Well, it keeps the heat source and it, it aligns yeah. better, yeah. Um, you know, with, with the, the coals that are in that, in that uh, you know, your fuel, where you've got your, your, your hot coals going. Okay. So yes. I, I think that's the reason. But someone in the comments may have a... Our producer has said it's 212. It's 212. Okay, <laughs> thank you for confirming that. Madame producer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. I think we got a few more comments. Yeah, got some New Year's uh, wishes there. Okay, Two Step 69, <laughs> who is a regular on our live streams, says, hello, my friend. Definitely happy to see you. Thank and you happy for new year. In, and happy new year as well. I happy am not tired of that. I'm not tired of wishing people a happy new year. I don't know. I mean, I, I know people don't do it for very long, but I'm like, I'm so happy to see 2024. It's ridiculous. I'm like, yes, bring it on. Happy new year. Well, I mean, it always beats the alternative, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, yeah, definitely a, a good thing, a blessing that, you know, we're, we're all here for another year. And, yeah. you know, I always hope to make, you know, 
this year, the upcoming year, hopefully even better than the last one. So keep striving, you know, for improvement, no matter what it is that you choose to do. Yep. More days to, to smoke meat and grill. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So we've got a couple more, um, Another confirmation that boiling water is 212. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I'm glad I didn't make myself look silly by you know, putting out another uh, incorrect incorrect uh, number there. Probably because we got C's in chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> well, we won't talk about that. All right. My good friend, Andy. Uh, fierce competitor. We're fierce competitors in fantasy football. He knocked me out of the playoffs. I'm oh, a little sorry. pissed off about that first round of the playoffs. Um, but that's a whole nother subject. But glad to see you, Andy. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. He says, you guys are rocking this. Happy <laughs> New Year. Cheers. Cheers to you, brother. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's fun. Oh, we have right. a wings comment. And Marco says, I agree mm -hmm. that you should try wings on the offset. So I think he's talking about the fried, maybe yeah. the fried wings. Yeah. I think uh, you guys are, are talking me into it. Yeah, I'm, I can taste it, literally. So I think we should try it. <sighs> yeah, you know, I, you know, because I have been known to try a whole lot of fried chicken recipes, like doing it the traditional way. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I've been trying to find... You know, the holy grail, because I, I like mine a little bit on the spicy side. Not so. a little. You like it kind of spicy. Uh, well, yeah. you're lightweight when it comes to the <laughs> spice. It's okay. But yeah, I'm, I'm always on the hunt trying to, you know, perfect yeah. my fried chicken. And now I'm being talked into to trying it out on the uh, on the, the smoker. But we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll have to give that a shot. I think that would be a, a good a good video for sure. Okay, uh, two step sixty nine says uh. I still have all my smokers and grills and haven't used them like like a few months. In a few mm -hmm. months, um, the prices of meats so expensive these mm -hmm. days, um, but I'm still a beast when doing so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've seen we've definitely seen some price fluctuations mm -hmm. um, with meat. You know, sometimes I'll be you know at Costco or Sam's Club yes. looking at a brisket, yeah, you know, four sixty nine a pound, it's and, true. you know, like approaching a hundred dollars out the door, you mm -hmm. know, for like a 15, 16 pound brisket hurts my feelings. And I usually put it, <laughs> just put it back and, and don't get it. I yeah. totally, totally understand, but you know, what can you do? What can you do? But I think, I mean, something that I notice that you do that I like is that you keep a log, you know, of meat prices. You know, where did I, I find to. that? Yeah, but I know that, you know, if I call you and say, hey, is this a good price? You know, you still have some kind of a reference. And that might not be a bad <laughs> idea, you know, for people, you know, listening in to kind of, you know, you know, I don't know where people shop. But we have a couple of big block type stores. You know, we have got a Costco and we've got a Sam's Club. We've got Winco. You know, and it's good to at least keep some kind of a benchmark so that, you know, then you have something to refer to. So, you know, when you're actually getting a good deal, too, you know, because every now and then there are some good deals out there. Yeah, I don't I don't keep the log like I used to, mm -hmm. but I do make a point whenever yeah. I'm, you know, at a supermarket or one of these, you know, like a Costco. I do make a point, even if I don't plan on buying any meat, I always have to walk through and just kind of look and see, you know, what the prices are like. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I am looking for that, you know, that great opportunity, that deal. You yeah. Know? And if, if I see one, I, I'm usually ready to uh, to jump on it. I feel like the price of chicken hasn't fluctuated that much, but I feel like beef has been all over the place. Yeah, I would say the beef prices, I think, are where we see the mm -hmm. most um, expansion in price. Yeah. I, I think pork, not quite as much. Although I'm, I do see sometimes shortages of pork, which is yeah. like blowing my mind. Like I never expected around Christmas time, you know, or New Year's, you know, to be, we're looking for pork because you want to do something different. You don't want to just have ham and turkey. You want, you know, something else. 
nowhere to be found. I'm like, where are the ribs? You know, it was yeah. crazy. Yeah, there was a, definitely a run on baby backs yeah. uh, right around Christmas. Absolutely. That surprised me. I had, hadn't yeah. seen that before. And me as your little, you know, spy out there, I'm asking like the butcher, I'm like, where are they? And he's like, oh, we haven't had a delivery in a few days. I'm like, really? That's insane to me. Unbelievable. Okay, now Lubby's music says, a little factoid, the 212 degrees is at yeah. sea level. At 10,000 feet, it's 194 degrees. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's interesting. So water. So when you get up to 10,000 feet, your water will uh, boil at 194 degrees. Doesn't have to be as hot. Wow. All right. All right. Okay, Aaron, let's jump back into uh, the presentation. We got a couple of mm -hmm. more accessories to yep. talk about. All right, next up, we've got the kick ash basket mm. um and we'll we'll get to the picture in a second but basically so this is a an accessory um that will that is pro, uh will help with mm. um providing better airflow for your fuel um so you, this is something that you're going to put your your coals in and it basically it usually gives you more room for car for charcoal but then also um, better airflow and then the way that it's it's built you know it also it, it, I don't, it it's kind of what is that word i'm looking for um perforations oh it's perforated yeah it's kind of mm -hmm. yeah perforated yeah um so the little, you know, when your charcoal, when your coals burn down, those smaller pieces that are not going to just fall through. You know, they're going to be held within the basket. Mm -hmm. um, so you get, you know, you get better use, you know, better, uh, better economic use for, for your coals. So you don't lose it. You yeah, mm -hmm. you, you, it doesn't just drop, you know, to the bottom of, of the, the firebox mm -hmm. and your grill unburned. Right. And then what it also helps is, you know, more efficient burn of the coals. And then that's going to leave you with less ash um, than than normal. And, you know, if you go to the Kick Ash Basket uh, <laughs> website, you know, they say, you know, at the end of your cook, you know, after your coals have have cooled off, just lift the basket up, give it a few shakes, and then the ash will, you know, the little bit of ash that's left, uh -huh. you know, will, that, that's all you're going to be left with. Um, so I think on the next slide, we do have a photo. Um, now, I have the version for my PK360, so that's what we're looking at here. And this also, you see the way it's set up, you can't really see it, but in the middle, where the you know where you see the coals over on one side and mm -hmm. then there's nothing over on the other side right so there's like a divider a metal divider in the mm -hmm. middle that, that you can move around um so it, it lets you put as much or as little charcoal as you want in the basket and then this also gives you another way to do like a two-zone cooking setup you know, you have your protein over on the side that doesn't have heat. So that's indirect cooking. And then if you want to do a hot and fast or, or like mm -hmm. a direct sear, you can put your protein directly over the side where the coals are. So I, I like the kick-ass basket. You know, it, it provides, you know, more efficiency to your grill. Again, this is the version that I have for the PK360. Mm -hmm. Um, they also have versions that work inside of um, most of the kettle, uh, kettle style grills, um, you know, Weber kettle. I understand now they have a version for the Weber Summit Kamado as well that I probably need to check out. Um, <laughs> Sounds like another trip to, uh, I don't know, Ace. <laughs> Do you think they'll have it? Uh, I don't know. I probably would have to order it online, mm -hmm. but maybe, maybe, mm -hmm. or Amazon or, or direct from Kick-Ass Basket. Yeah. Um, uh, they also have versions for the ceramic style cookers as well. The Big Green Egg, uh, Primo, um, Kamado Gel. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I think what I, you know, just looking at what I think I like about it and just hearing you talk about it is that, you know, for me, when I look at the price of like, like 
charcoal and lump charcoal. It's like, it's nice that you can kind of, you know, you have a tool that's going to let you use all of it so you don't waste it, you know, because it is kind of pricey, you know. So I think, and especially in this economy, you know, everybody's watching all their pennies. And so here's another thing that'll allow you to basically, you know, get the most out of this. And I think yeah. that's a smart move. Again, you know, I, I'm kind of like a broken record, but what I, <laughs> you know, really like about, you know, just the, the whole barbecue, uh, barbecue world yeah. is just that there's just a, a ton of third party support, you know, and, and people are out here being innovative and thinking of all these different ways, you know, yeah. to make your, your grills and smokers perform even better. So, and again, I'll say it again, not a must have accessory, but nice to have, you know, it helps your, your grill or, or smoker work better. Like, you know, in a Weber Summit Kamado, it, its reputation is being extremely efficient with coal, so right. you're not burning through it like crazy. Um, so you don't absolutely need a kick-ass basket, but, you know, if you've got, you know, the extra pennies and, mm -hmm. you know, it's something that you do want to kind of level up, you know, the performance of your grill or smoker, um, it's another good accessory to consider. Mm -hmm. But now we're going to get into the accessories that I, the, the one accessory that I would say is a must have mm -hmm. accessory. So thermometers, uh, you know, I don't care who you are. You know, how long you've been cooking. Right. You know. How much experience you have. Yeah, how much experience <laughs> yeah. you have. Or don't have. You know, I still say, I mean, unless you're, I don't know, maybe Gordon Ramsay and some of these other, <laughs> you know, renowned chefs can just look at the food and know, you know, what the internal temperature is. But, you know, for mm -hmm. us regular backyard, you know, backyard pit masters, you know, you need a good thermometer to tell you exactly what temperature your food is, uh, the, the internal temperature right. of the protein that you're cooking. So yeah. an, a, an instant read thermometer like, like what we see here is, is something that I think everyone should get. Mm -hmm. um, prices vary. Yeah. What's really cool about them, you know, they have a metal probe at the end. You just stick it in the meat, and just about all of them will give you a temperature reading, you know, within a second. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's instant. Yeah. And, you know, they're all really good these days. They're, they're going to be really accurate, you know, within like plus or minus maybe like two tenths of a, no not even that like two tenths of a degree oh my goodness you okay. know but they're, they're generally all extremely accurate and there's a variety of different price points i mean you can get an a cheap instant read thermometer on amazon for under 25 bucks um i was looking today i saw a few hmm. for 10 bucks wow 15 bucks so it's you know the price is nominal you know, if you, you want like a digital, a digital reading, yeah. you know, that's where it starts to get a little more pricey. Like the one that, that I'm holding in the picture there in the middle is yeah. a fireboard spark. Um, it's, it's more pricey. I think it's the one that I listed there. That's like about 150 bucks. Yeah. And that's because it's got the digital reading, but what's cool about the fireboard spark is that it act also connects with if you have their other um the other temperature systems that they have in place like if you have their wired version mm -hmm. um you know that you leave in your leave in your smoker and then basically the little instant read one acts like a little kind of like a like a, I don't want to call it a remote control, but you can see the temperature inside of your smoker from wherever you are, yeah. you know, wherever you're able to get like a Bluetooth um, signal reading. So, you see it through your phone. Well, yeah. That, so that's the yeah. difference. You, yeah. you can you you can see it through your phone on the app, but you can also see it literally on the instant read thermometer itself. Oh, okay. Like the 131, yeah. you know, that, yeah. that could be the temperature of your meat. So that's the know, advantage that's inside of the smoker. Paying a bit more because you get, you know, 
you get more technology and it's worth you feel like that's worth it but you kind of graduated up to that you didn't start there i know you didn't no yeah okay i mean i mean yeah that that came out much later one of their their more recent products that they've come out with mm -hmm. so no i didn't start there um but i i love fireboards products in yeah. general um so when i knew that they came out with an instant read thermometer that would work um, in conjunction with the other thermometer products that they had have, um, that was a no brainer for yeah. me. It was like, okay, sign me up and, you know, take my money. How <laughs> soon can you get it to me? Um, but yeah. Do you no, have offer free shipping? <laughs> <laughs> when they usually do. Um, but yeah, so yeah, they, if, if you go up in price, you know, you're going to see, you know, more uh more technology mm -hmm. more options but again the the core function you know that i think everyone needs is the ability to see the internal temperature of your meat you know while you're cooking it you need to know that yeah. your meat has reached food safe temperatures before you take it off of the grill you know, and that's how you keep, you know, keep yourself safe, keep your loved ones safe, because you right. don't want anyone getting, you know, food poisoning because you've undercooked your food. Yeah. Um, but then also, it also helps on the other end, you know, if you're just looking to make, you want to get your, your, your food really tender, maybe you want to take it up to 203 degrees, if it's a brisket or something, mm. you know, an instant read thermometer will help you, you know, know when you're there mm -hmm. um, so definitely you know lots of lots of options to choose from again i like fireboard um, i also really like um th uh, i also really like thermoworks thermopin yeah. um, which is the red one there in the picture yeah um, they're really excellent as well i think you can get those for about a hundred bucks on their website um, so definitely recommend a, a good instant read thermometer, even if you opt for one of the cheaper ones, have something. Mm -hmm. All right, next slide. And ah. these are, yeah, and these are examples, other examples of things you can buy. Um, we've got the wired version. So up on the top is like the Fireboard 2. Mm -hmm. So... It's got these wired probes that plug into that that console that we're looking at. And there are two types of probes, generally. Mm -hmm. There's a probe that you can put into your meat. And the advantage of this is that you leave it in. You can leave it, leave the probe inside of your meat the entire time that it's cooking. And then you can see the temperature of your meat throughout the cooking process and you can either see it on the display or you can see it on the app um, most of these companies have apps and you can monitor it that way um, on your phone so that's the fireboard they also have another probe um, that's an ambient temperature reading probe mm. so that probe will allow you to know what the actual air temperature is inside of your smoker and what's really cool about that is with these clips you can you know you can put your probe in the clip clip it to the grate mm -hmm. and then that way you'll know exactly what the temperature is of your food um the the what the temperature of the smoker is the cooking temperature at the grate level so you know i know most of you are going to think well, my grill already comes with a built-in thermometer. Mm -hmm. While the thermometers, you know, they're good and technically they're accurate. The disadvantage is that the location of the, the probe and the built-in thermometer, it's always going to be somewhere above sure the grate level. Yeah. So it's giving you the temperature. Up above up above mm -hmm. you know wherever that probe is above the the grate you know that's what you're seeing it's not giving you the temperature of the air inside of your the ambient temperature inside of your smoker of the food at the grate level so could it give you sort of a little bit of a false reading because you know heat rises so could you think that you know it's warmer than it really is 
Well, yeah, you should. I mean, that's how you should think of it. Like, if that's all you have to go by is the the built-in thermometer, then you need to know that the temperature that it's showing on the built-in thermometer is, you know, is probably 20, 25 degrees different, you know, from the temperature at the actual grate level. It mm-hmm. could be 25 degrees hotter or it could be 25 degrees less. I mean, I the more you cook, you, you'll, you know, hopefully you'll get an idea and mm-hmm. you'll be able to to gauge it. Um, so the other thing I was going to say is because, you know, you, you get these recipes and you're following the recipe and it'll say, you know, smoke those ribs at 225 <laughs> degrees. And then you, you want to make sure, you know, you're trying as best you can to keep the the temperature at 225 degrees and that's where it becomes difficult so if you have a wired probe you can do that the disadvantage and what people don't like about wired probes is that they're wires so they get tangled up sometimes after use you know the wires might fray and fail you know so they're you know they can be a little bit cumbersome so that's one of the things that people don't like about using wired probes. Um, I kind I'm kind of okay with them uh, because, w- at least with like Fireboard, you know, they they stand behind their product, um, and even when they do fail, I've never had problems getting replacements for them uh, for them under warranty. That's good. Um, so that's a good way to go. Another option, you know, ThermaWorks also has a similar system like this, the, the ThermaWorks Signal. Um, so that's another alternative. Um, but yeah, so that that's definitely a way to go. But again, for people who don't like dealing with the wires, the other alternative is to get a wireless thermometer. Yeah. Um, so like the, the picture below the yellow, that's a combustion uh, wireless uh, thermometer. Another really popular one is the meter and they just came out with the meter two plus um so it's a slink like a single probe it's wireless stick it in the meat stays in the meat throughout your cook Mm -hmm. and that one probe will give you both the temperature of your of the meat inside you know the temperature inside of the meat as it's cooking and then it also gives you because it's got like a, more uh, sensors at the, the tip of the, the probe, it'll also read the ambient temperature inside of your smoker. And because the probe is inserted in the meat, so you already know that it's giving you a reading, you know, at the great level, at the level where the food is. What if you're wrapping your meat? How do you use these? Um. Or what would you do? Maybe maybe there would be a different way that you might approach it. So, yeah, base, I mean, it, that's, it's not, technically it's not as difficult as you might think. Um, you, you can either just, like if you're using butcher paper, mm-hmm. you just, you know, the probe is sharp. So just <laughs> stick it, you know, stick it right through the, the, the paper okay, or the foil okay. right into the meat. Okay. Um, so that's usually that's usually not not a, a deterrent at all. Um, trying to think what else was I going to say about this. Oh, so the thing with the wireless thermometers. So the the con is the connectivity, mm. and we've seen, especially if you've kind of been following the development of wireless thermometers over the last ten years or so. You know they've they've gotten better. Um, but I think a lot of people may have gotten disappointed with some of the early versions because connectivity, I mean, I'm just going to say it, connectivity sucked. Yeah. Uh, most of them were based on Bluetooth uh, technology. So maybe you're able to get like a consistent reading. Um, I don't know, maybe while you're, you know, 10, 20 feet away from your smoker. Oh. But then if you go inside your house. Because it's freezing. Yeah, like or it's right hot. Now it's really cold. Yeah, or it's really hot. Right. You want to watch the football game. Absolutely. You know, then you know your connectivity. You know, starts to drop, becomes spotty, or what have you, goes in and out. So just really, really mm-hmm. inconsistent. Um, they're starting to get better, 
um, if you follow my channel, you know, over the years, I think many of you have seen, you know, I, I had a really poor experience with the initial meter. Mm, um, I, I had that. the meter block. Um, and I bought it through the, um, what do they call that? Now I can't think of it. You know, the crowd crowdfunding. Well, that's right. You bought um, it in, at, at the initial um, development of it. You yeah. helped crowdfund it so they could actually produce it. And they took forever yeah. to produce it. it I remember forever, that. Yeah. And they kept lying, essentially lying yeah. about when it was going to be ready. And, and it I got kept getting delayed, off. delayed, delayed. And then, you know, when I finally got yeah. it, you know, it didn't work that well. And yeah, it was kind of a fiasco. Um, but then I did get the meter plus that Which came is better. out a little bit later. It was better, yeah, but still a little bit, little bit inconsistent. Um, and now, yeah, they have the meter two plus. But I currently my my wireless thermometer of mm. choice is combustion. Good. Um, I, I like it. Um, they're not quite as slick in terms of the app. I think the app could be a little bit more polished, whereas Meter has a really nice, you know, nice app. Kind of gives you all the bells and whistles. Um, but I do. I think Combustion. It's it's coming along, and I've been I've been really happy with mm -hmm. it so far. Um, so I do have another short clip of the Combustion in action because one of the big questions is. You know, how well does a wireless meat thermometer work inside of an offset smoker, which is, you know, usually made with like quarter inch thick steel? Yeah. You know, so that that's always a big question with these wireless um, probes. You know, can they work inside of uh, a, a heavy, well-made steel offset smoker like my Lone Star Grills uh, 20 by 42? Um, so we'll get a quick answer to that in the next clip. Things that I was most curious about with regard to the combustion is whether or not it would be able to work from inside of my Lone Star Grills offset smoker. And I'm happy to say that I have not had any connection issues. It works really well. is right there it's keeping everything nearby and no connection issues so that's a big plus a big win as far as I'm concerned with regard to the combustion inside of my offset smoker so that's a huge plus good job combustion all right. So, yeah, I was very pleased with with that test. <clears throat> and then you, you might have noticed there was a wire uh, visible. So just kind of as a backup in case the combustion couldn't handle it, I was also using one of my uh, wired fireboard probes uh, to help me keep track of the ambient temperature inside of, of my smoker. Um, so those are basically the accessories that I did want to run through again uh, let's see we talked about the slow and sear mm -hmm. the vortex the kick-ash basket and then instant read thermometer mm -hmm. and then we also talked about you know the wired thermometer as well as the wireless thermometer yeah. so I think all of those you know are, are some really great accessories that can help enhance your barbecue experience. The one that I consider a must have is the instant read thermometer. Um, all right, so let's look into some more questions and comments that yeah, have come got a few. through. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> okay, so have you ever tried smoked oxtails? Uh, it's amazing. If not, so please give it a try. What are you saying? I said that sounds so good. I mean, I know that sometimes when we would go to Vegas, my my sister would get like if, oxtails in a soup, which you know was pretty amazing. So yeah, I think we should try this. I think we would like it. Yeah, so I have not tried smoked oxtail, yeah. but yeah, Janine's sister mm -hmm. swears um, by I, it. Yeah, she just <laughs> loves that oxtail that she gets somewhere in Vegas. Yeah, some little hole in the wall in Vegas. Yeah. It's not even like a place that, you know, is a true s storefront. It's like a closet. 
in in a casino and they go there and get it all the time so i now, think it's worth it now what exactly is an oxtail i think it's literally the part of you know the ox that is a tail just like a neck bone you know i mean that's a, a good delicacy too and i do like a neck bone so i think i'm i can go for this oxtail i think we're gonna try a few things i was gonna go to the supermarket this weekend Maybe, you know, oxtail will find its way into the basket. All right, I'll smoke it. it. And you can eat it. No, we're going, both of us, and we'll bring it. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to bring it to your parents. They're going to love it. Love it. I'll smoke it, then I'll let you eat it. And then I'll see what happens. And then maybe I'll try it. Oh, no, we're going to try it. (laughs) Yeah, it's a tail of an ox. Literally, that's uh, producers just weighed in. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, they're not cheap anymore. See, neither are neck bones. So I think everything that used to be kind of considered like, you know, not sort of the, the uh, I don't know, the approved portion of the animal is really expensive. Like it's ridiculous. So even that, it's not, not uh, it's, it's, I don't know, maybe it's inflation. It's just kind of taking everything to another level price-wise. Hmm. Yeah, I- I don't know. I don't, I don't like I said, I, other than just kind of eyeballing the prices, yeah. you know, I don't really follow, you know, what's happening on the, the meat market close enough to really, you know, have a, a good feel for what's what's really going on. I'm um, all over anything that seems to be pork and or some of the other parts of like the cow that like some people might not like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, Marco says, <laughs> I have a PK360 as well. Good to know they make a kick-ass basket to fit. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I, I use the kick-ass, kick-ass basket stays in my, in my uh, PK360. All right. All right, moderator. Okay, let, next up. Redstone says... Mm. I picked up a kick-ass basket for my PK360 after watching your video. Mm -hmm. I love it and use my PK more than any of my grills. One of my favorite things to smoke on it are thick-cut bone-in pork chops. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I did a, I think I did a video uh, with some thick, um, thick bone-in pork chops on my PK. It's been a while since I've done that. Yeah, I'm but, missing yeah. the pork chops in okay. my life. Yeah. Because now, you know, now I'm, I'm kind of feeling, you know, feeling the pork chops. So you might get the pork chops before you get the oxtail. That's fine. I'm, you know, I'm all for pork. There's just pork does rule and, and yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she says, say less. All right. Okay, fireboard two with the blower oh. is excellent. Yeah, so that's another thing uh, with the fireboard. So, a lot of people like to use things like the fireboard. Um, I think ThermoWorks version is the Billows, I believe it's called, or the mm-hmm. Billows is the name of the fan that works with the signals. But basically, what we're talking about is automatic temperature control. So Hmm. basically you connect a fan um, and you you have the fan positioned so that it can blow oxygen, blow air into your smoker. And the device, the fireboard or the Thermoworks signal or whatever um, will automatically send signals to the fan, letting it know how much air you know, to blow or, or to mm. not blow in order to keep the temperature in your desired temperature range. And that's one of the things that the the fireboard does really well. Mm-hmm. Um, you connect it to a fan and you can use it as an automatic temperature control. So that that's, that's another cool. great use for the fireboard too, for sure. All right, Redstone. Oh. I use a Thermoworks, a Thermoworks dot quite a bit uh, but would like to try the meter probe so yeah the thermoworks dot is one of the like that one's been out for a long time and Mm -hmm. it does a a great job it's a wired version um of of the the 
temperature uh, temperature device connects to a wire. It's really small, kind of circular shaped. Um, works really solid. Um, yeah, and and you would like to try the the meter probe. Yeah, but aren't they kind of like polar opposites almost? Well, so basically, he's talking about going from wired to wireless, right? And yeah, definitely, I think if if you have if you go wireless, yeah. just hang on to your hang on to your dot, you know, in case you have some connectivity issues and you have you know a backup. Um, but that's what I like about the wired versions, um, you know, is that they're pretty reliable. You know, for the most part. <laughs> All right. Andy says, is there a thermometer moisture meter? Oh, I've never heard of that. Hmm. You know, I don't know, but I suspect if there is one, I would start by checking Thermoworks. Mm -hmm. um, they make just a variety of different um, different types of thermometers. Um I mean, they have like in addition to like for for barbecue, you know, they they make like things that like the cooking industry is uh -huh. using, you okay. know, like monitor the temperatures. So, of like their, for restaurants, yeah, restaurants okay. and it. monitoring the temperatures of their refrigerators and oh, freezers. So it might and, exist. Um, so yeah, I oh. I would not be surprised if there is such a thing, huh. and I would not be surprised. Uh, that if ThermaWorks had it, so I would I would start by checking ThermaWorks website. Hmm. Okay. All right, Lala says thank you for the great tips. Thank you, Lala. Always appreciate you know appreciate seeing you. Well, I have enjoyed all these questions, and I enjoyed you know the the videos, and so this was quite quite fun and i've gotten in my requests for certain proteins that i'm going to hold you accountable okay. to smoke well yeah you you buy it i will smoke it yeah um but before we get out of here mm. again uh this week's episode of the podcast is not sponsored by a paid sponsor but it is sponsored by backyard smoke master barbecue and we do have a new a barbecue course, how to become a backyard barbecue pit master in one month. We've got a special going on yep. for the first 10 people to sign up. If you enter the code first 10 at check at the checkout, you'll get 50% off. So that's a great deal if I say so myself. Mm -hmm. And we do have a video clip um, just to give you a little bit of feel for what is happening in the course. To become a backyard pit master in just one month, whether you're a complete novice or already have experience under your belt, our brand new course is designed to help you master the art of cooking great barbecue in your backyard. Hello, my name is Kenyatta Robinson of Backyard Smokemaster Barbecue. In this course, we'll cover all of the core fundamentals and recipes needed to have you cooking delicious barbecue in no time. You will learn fire management and temperature control on a charcoal grill, recipes for pulled pork, beer can chicken, creole honey butter salmon, beef ribs, barbecue shotgun shells, baby back ribs, brisket, how to make your own rubs, and more. I will show you how to smoke your favorite meat to perfection. Taking everyday ingredients, I'm going to teach you the core fundamentals and recipes so that you can make great tasting barbecue that will impress everyone around you. The video lessons and downloadable recipes are yours to keep forever. Plus, if you sign up for VIP access, you will be able to access my extensive video library that is full of tips, tricks, and recipes all in one convenient location. Watch the videos anytime and contact me directly with your questions. What are you waiting for? Buy the course now and let's get your barbecue journey started today. All right, and to get more information, just go to backyardsmokemaster.com forward slash course. And again, yep. uh, if you enter the code first 10, you can get 50% off. And if you do have any questions, 
you know, I'm, I'm available to be, uh, you can ask me questions. I'm on social media. You can send an email to me at Kenyatta at backyardsmokemaster.com or, you know, slide into my, my DMs, <laughs> as they say, um, you know, on Facebook or Instagram. And, um, you know, I'll answer whatever questions that you may have. All right. So again, um, do you want to thank you yeah. all? Um, let's see. Before we sign off, I think we got another question up. Mm. Let's see. All right. P3AK930. I missed this one. I'll have to watch it back in a few. Okay. No worries. Okay. I appreciate you jumping in right at the end and mm -hmm. saying that you'll catch the replay. Um, looks like you, you're watching us on YouTube. Oh, so the okay. replay will definitely be available on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And then if you do want to listen to the audio version, you know, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, mm -hmm. or whatever your favorite podcast audio player is. So we're we're making ourselves available in all of those places. All right. Again, do want to thank everyone for spending an hour with us. Had fun. Went went by pretty fast. Uh, hopefully, you know if uh, you got some value out of the video. I mean, out of the podcast. Um, you know, please hit the like button, subscribe if you haven't already. Um, again, check us out on the podcast, and uh, also tell a friend. Tell mm -hmm. a friend. We're I, I plan yeah. to be here. You know, same time, same place next week on Friday, uh, Friday evening, seven p.m. Pacific time, ten p.m. Eastern. Um, so we're going to be here, tune in, tell a friend yeah. and let's chop it up and talk barbecue. <laughs> so again, thank you to Janine yeah. for welcome. joining me on the podcast. Yeah. Special uh, thanks to our producer, Aaron. That's right. Thank you to Aaron <laughs> for serving as, as the moderator slash producer. Absolutely. Appreciate, you know, all of your help and a thank you to everyone that tuned mm -hmm. in. Uh, this is Kenyatta Robinson. Take care. Get out there. Enjoy your smokers and grills. And I'll see you soon. <laughs>